man. How's it going, buddy? You know, another day in life. What's going on with you? Not much. Uh, just another day in life as well. Uh, ESPN is being bad, bad people by running Game 4 of the 2004 American League Championship Series. Yeah, um, um, that, that's a no for me. That's a no. And, uh, tonight we're about to have Eric Katz, who's one of the heads of Grunt Talks MLB. And on Thursday, he'll be part of the interview or the main interviewer, I'm not sure, that's going to be talking to former Yankee relief pitcher Jeff Nelson. Cool. So they're pretty hyped about that. Um, former Oakland Athletics reliever and major league reliever slash starter Dan Straley got his first ever KBO win with five and two thirds this morning. Um, the team's mascot <laughs> for the Dinos is called Swole Daddy. It's basically some Johnny Bravo dinosaur lookalike, and if y'all guys ever saw the cartoon of Johnny Bravo, his chest is just super, super brolic for no reason. And, uh, just, just a long dinosaur neck looks stupid. Um, they got mannequins as fans in the building. And the only thing I think that they did was cool is... They're using Zoom to have fans replicated as if they're there to be a part of the events. And when the cheerleaders are dancing, they're showing the fans that are dancing on the Jumbotron. So that part is pretty cool. Um, I, 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 don't know, I, I didn't really see much, but I heard. I saw a little bit of the highlights. But, uh... I guess that's cool, I guess. Well, I mean, unlike the several frauds on Twitter that are claiming to be KBO fans and picking teams, I will refuse to stay up till all cracks dawn watching any, any part of this. I am not a KBO fan. I will not say I am just because there's no baseball or, or other sports. Listen, if you want to watch this just to watch sports, cool. But you lose me when you're going to pick a team. We all know. That's why I, I even put a poll, poll. And some people say they're real KBO fans. Okay, I'll buy that. Let's see if you're tweeting about it or repping them when sports are back. So un until then, I'm going to be skeptical of anyone who says... They're, they're a KBO fan. Yeah, because, you know, I, I had people talking about, yo, man, it's the new way, dude, KBO, yo, let's go. No, stop it. You're, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. Just stop. And it's also pretty funny that Dan Straley was another one who made his debut today, but also another one was Despagne, who was also another former major league pitcher. They were both starters for both teams that played today. So they they didn't even have true Korean pitchers. They they had former pros and it's 
it's cool, I guess, that, you know, if you're not good enough to make it here, you, you go to another country and play. But at the end of the day, now, to some people, this may sound like I'm disparaging their sport. It's not the case. It's just that if they were truly good enough to play here, they... They, they wouldn't go elsewhere. Same same thing with Japanese baseball or Cuban baseball. They wouldn't go over there. They're there to get some money and to redo their value to come back here. That's just one of those things that people just don't want to say, but it doesn't make it less true. And it's kind of like... Um... It, 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 it's kind of like um, in hockey. We have the we have the we have the American Hockey, which is the minor league affiliate, or the KHL, which is like another like hockey league in Russia. And some Russian players that either aren't as good anymore, or or these are meh, they go to they, they go to those leagues, restock their value, and when a team sees them, they they sign them back. They they basically try to give a jump start to their career, basically. So I think so. It's kind of like that. Pretty much well. We're about to get on the air of cats. And uh should should be fun. Oh, oh let's do it. Eric, how's it going in quarantine universe? I'd rather be quarantined uh you know, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be quarantined uh on a baseball field. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to be, right? That would be cool. So, uh, how how have you been doing with this virus? Is it, are 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 you healthy? Your family okay? Oh yeah, we're good to go. You know, I'm uh, I'm I'm good. I'm just uh, missing sports. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, Eric, this is James, the other half of the sports group. So I have to ask, um, we've heard the reports about um, Trevor Poole thinking that baseball could be coming back June 10th, and then you're hearing people dispute that. Um, which is true and which is not? And also, what is the timeline that MLB can actually confirm this? Because you can't keep holding off and holding off until there's no season. I think, you know, I think late May is really the only time you can, is late May is probably the time where you can, where you can really only hold it to. And here's why, because, you know, the players obviously, you know, they're obviously doing stuff at home and whatever, but, you know, it, it, there, there's a difference between facing live pitching and just seeing it like on a computer or something like that. They're going to have, you know, if they want to get back by like June or, June or if they want to get back by June or July, they really got to um they really got to announce it. You know, granted, I I would um as I don't want to be biased though, but I the media can only know so much. And Trevor Flus more inside the game than any than any of them. But Trevor Flus a player, so obviously he's around these guys twenty four seven. So you know, not to shy with Trevor Flus, I would just believe a guy who's like right next to the situation as a player. I have no problem with Trevor Poof saying what he's saying, but too many people want to be first. Let's not be first. Let's be right. Until I see tweets from Major League Baseball itself or the Major League Baseball Players Association, I can't believe it. Now, the dates Poof said sounds factual. Start spring training June 10th. 
start the season July 1st. That sounds realistic. But, as James said, the clock is starting to tick because they will need at least three weeks of spring training. So, if, if, if that doesn't start by June, there's no way you could have a baseball season. No way. I mean, Manfred has said there will be a season, there will be a season. Well, Manfred better start, you know, opening up the shower curtain a little bit to figure, to, 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 um, to really make good on it. Cause, you know, the man, the man needs a rebound after the debacle with the Red Sox and the Astros. Oh, yeah. I mean, and obviously, you know, things like that. I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not, I've never been a fan of Manfred's, you know, I don't know if sneakiness is kind of the right word here, but the man has been very, like, sneaky. Like, he had all the time in the world to, you know, release the Red Sox stuff. He had nothing better going. He's probably working from home as well. Um, I also got to ask this. Um, um, if if um, if that is the case, um, would you be okay with the three-division alignment that supposedly we've been thrown out there? You got to do what you got to do. Okay. It, uh, do I like do I like it when the separate divisions? Yes, but it's, it'll be interest. It'd be interesting though if it was a Red Sox, a Red Sox Yankees, a, not a Red Sox Yankees Mets division. That'd be quite interesting though, to say the least. But it, at the same time, it'd be kind of weird though because it'd be the first time in MLB history where National League teams and American League teams are grouped together in the same division. You know, I'd rather do that personally because as long as, you know, if they're playing at their home ballparks, that'd be great because, you know, as, as on paper, Arizona or Florida, they seem logical on paper, but at the same time, these players are human too. You're asking them to go on the road for three to four months, you know, and be away from family. I think, I think that's like the biggest sticking point, and I, I think the only way this actually gets done is if, um, if you bring the families with them. Oh, without a doubt. But also, um, you know, I don't see them doing that because, you know, that, that's creating more problems. It's, it's more tests to worry about. It's, it's just players are going to have to either, either put in their big boy pants and play and get paid for their families. And, and, and hey, with technology these days, you can see your family every single day. It's it's not like it was twenty years ago where where you'd have to write little letters and and wait and wait for a three day pass you know so I'm 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 sorry or this might be beyond you you had a long distance phone call. That's different. If you're a Garrett Cole, if if you're a Garrett Cole, you know what? You can lay out for a year. Garrett Cole and Mike Trout can lay out for a year and be perfectly fine. But Eric, let's say let's say you're a major leaguer, right? You have three kids. You're you're expected to make six million dollars this year. If you stay home, you don't get paid. I bet you. If you tell your wife, listen, baby, um, I bet you she'll tell you, pack your bags and go to work. That's exactly what you do. Your kids would well, understand. 
Well, back in the day, though, that's what they did. They actually played despite, you know, despite the wives, you know, having kids and whatever. That's what they did back then. They missed the, the birth of their child. That's what they did during the early days of Major League Baseball. It was like up until about the 80s. Right. So, so like, obviously, during the 60s, you know, you'd be on the road, and that was that. That's what you did. Now, it's obviously, it's become, it's become very, very different now, obviously, because now, now I think owners have a little more humanity than they did back then. Yeah. Although I do... Oh, Although I still think um, Jeffrey Luria and Fred Wilpon are jerks. <laughs> Speaking of that, it's funny that you mentioned that. Speaking of that era, I, I, I got to talk about not, not so much Jeffrey Luria because he, he is a jerk, more so Jeff Wilpon. I mean, the Wilpons have got to be the biggest jerks in all the baseball. Why can't they just sell the team to Steve Cohen or A-Rod? Why can't they just do it? Well, you know, the man hasn't changed since he bought the team. So, you know, obviously the Wilpons clearly don't know how to run a major league team. They haven't had, they haven't had any, they've had, you know, haven't had consistent success. You know, they had that time in 06 when they, um, in 2006 when they went to the NLCS and most recently went to the World Series against, against the, um, the Royals. Yeah, and then the Royals ended up, you know, winning. Which that team was on a mission that year. And, but, you know, then after, you know, they go back to, you know, what they are, which is terrible, which, you know, there's a reason they're the best team, they're the worst team money can buy. But I think that, I think, I think part of it is Wilpon likes to, well, he's trying to show that he has some grace because we all know why A-Rod's trying to buy the team anyway, because he's in the same division as Derek Jeter and they both just despise each other. Do they really? I think for A-Rod, it's more of a, ego thing like it's another thing he he has that's because he already has a lot but if, if if you can own a big toy like that you know it's just adding more to the legacy well, well number one you know i think a rod um i think you know I, I i mean the french is clearly i wouldn't say i mean I think part, I mean, if you listen to the interview, this was a while back on the Dan LeBard show with um, the former um, Marlins um, president, Mike Sampson. Right. I think, I think that's his name. He um, talked about how they both just hated each other during like, cause I know A-Rod was in the running to buy the Marlins along with uh, Derek Jeter. And they both were, and Samson's kind of just having fun with it, egging him on, you know, saying, oh, he's going to buy this. So, you know, obviously Derek Jeter ponied up and got a bunch of partners involved. When they, oh, when when Luria finally sold the Marlins, which you know, to be truthful, he to be truthful, like the Mets, you know, the, like I probably say the Mets and the Marlins' success is always, you know, has always been accidental. Yeah. Like the Marlins, in particular, have been accidental. Like the only year where you can probably say they were pretty good was in '97 when they beat when they beat Cleveland for the first for the first ring, and then. 03, they, 03, it was an accident though that they that they had like this massive run in September and then got hot in the postseason and then the Yankees couldn't all of a sudden their bats crapped out in October after after beating Boston at Yankee Stadium. That's fair. Yeah, that was that was that was, that was pretty that was pretty crazy. Um, now another thing, sticking with baseball, um, obviously we're hearing about. Judge might go for a, a set, um, another um, CT scan of his rib, and his rib has not 
the ceiling, but it hasn't fully healed. If you're Aaron Judge, would you would you like try to push it for the season, or you just get the surgery and then just you know see you in 2021? Well, right now we don't have any idea if we even have a 2020 because Manfred we've seen can say, oh, the punishment's going to be bad, the punishment's going to be bad, and next thing you know, all it is is just a slap on the wrist and an, and an unapologetic Jim Crane. <laughs> you know, which to be truthful, he's he's another one. He's another one of those drugstore owners. I mean, if you're if you're Aaron Judge, you're probably looking at his man. I I can't have surgery right now. I gotta try to play. You know, my value if I have surgery is gonna go really, really low because people are gonna say he's injury prone. But then on the other hand, if he doesn't and he gets hurt, he misses this year and probably part of next year anyway. So the smart thing for him to do is have that shit right now. But we all know that's not gonna happen. I think Aaron Judge already hears that he's injury-prone daily. It's not the first time he's gotten severely injured. And whatever this complicated injury is, and clearly, you know, I think if I'm Judge, you know, I'd probably say I might as well just get it right now. The season's clearly going to be shorter. And so my playing time's probably going to be limited because the Yankees are probably, you know, cause if, the, if he's not 100%, it's going to show. He might as well just get it now so he's, so he's ready to go for 2021 when we have – and we hopefully have 162 games again. Um, uh, now, I'm thinking that, assume, I've always assumed that Rampers are going to grab the season, who knows at this point. But assuming that there is, um, there's going to be three divisions, eight teams make the playoffs, whatever. Um, would you be, would the Yankees be the favorites if, if by some miracle the season actually starts? I, I think they would be. Just, I mean, look what they did last year. That team was set a record for for players on the injured list, and they still ended up in the ALCS. So you know, obviously, you know, with you know, with their basically their whole starting lineup is just about injury ravaged last year. You know, the next man up mentality is not going to change. They still have some some very deep depth at that in that lineup. So I'd say yes, and considering the fact that the Astros decided to add a little more fuel to the fire, for and, and managed to you know anger the whole you know neighborhood, then I'd probably say yes. The Yankees are definitely playing for something a little extra this year, and they, they you know they, they went out and spent and spent all that money to get Garrett Cole. You know their staff is as solid as it can be. Even without Aaron Judge, you still have Stan, John Carlos Stanton. If he can stay healthy, you can get a big year out of him. Urshela over a third. You know he, he showed he has some pop in his bat. All right, let's power. let's just say Garrett Cole can either choose to play or sit out, and he chooses sit out just to be there for the birth of his child. And to be there with his child, would you still give the Yankees a big shot to represent the American League in the World Series? I mean, they managed to do it without. They managed to make the ALCS without Garrett Cole last year. I would, you know, I'd still give them a. I'd still give them a chance. It'd be a lot harder, but I'd still give them a chance. Yeah. At all. I know, and we know if Garrett Cole does this, we know that either way, it's going to make a splash. Now let's let, let, let's play what we call the. Um, fantasy booking, and I get I get this from wrestling to all the mud. Now, would you, in your perfect world, would you want Yankees 
Dodgers World Series or something else that would be the perfect World Series. I know MLB has been trying to have the Yankees Dodgers World Series, but you know, a perfect World Series to me, for me though, would be you know having bringing back the Subway Series between the Yankees and the Mets. The Mets, you know, obviously are much improved. I'm not sure if they're. I'm not sure if they're World Series caliber, but they're at the very least they're you know they can contend for they can contend in the playoffs for that. And also, you know, I'd be interested. I'd probably say one of the National League East teams, like you know Philadelphia, obviously with uh, George Girardi, which I think that team can be a lot better. That team that has too much talent to really you know to me- to mess any- to mess it up. Okay, um, you're you're part of Grunt Talks M- MLB. What's your role there? My role there is to pretty much, uh, well, for the starters, it's whatever Darren tells me to do. And whatever Darren tells me. And then I, I, I interview the, I help interview and I also write articles. And we're, you know, I, I, I'd really like to do some podcasts, but we, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens down the road. Nice. Tell Darren I said, what's up? <laughs> now, um, speech, I'll, I'll speak in baseball and a lot of, like, I have to ask this question. This is sticking with, like, not just really baseball, but sports in general. I always see people say that this sport is different and this sport is different and this sport, blah, 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 blah. And since baseball is kind of like a lot of fans of people are fans of baseball, what makes baseball, how can you get baseball watchable for the younger audience? Like, what can you do? Because I think baseball's problem is they haven't, they haven't been appealing to the younger audience as much as the other sports have been. So what can baseball do to get more of a younger audience for you? Well, I think they can take a page out of the XFL's book. I think you can make some players, um, you can mic up some players uh, and have a, a little bit of mic up there. You can also shorten the game. You know, they're clearly trying to shorten the game, but I don't know how having the instant replay challenge really shortens the game. So, you know, you can take that out of there. And obviously you limit the, um, you limit the amount of times you can talk to the pitcher, which, which I'm more than, which I'm more than okay with them doing. Cause, you know, sometimes it, it felt like at one point every other pitch the catcher was over there. So, you know, obviously I'm cool with them limit, limiting the amount of um, talks that they have. But if you take out the replay, you mic up the players, you know, and then you kind of make it, and you kind of make it more fun. Like, you know, you, maybe you bring back certain rules. Like, you know, obviously during the 2000s, which I think was the last hardball era, you bring some of those rules back. Like, you know, like when the catcher used to get rammed. Now, whenever the season starts, James Paxson, John Carl Santon, and Aaron Hicks should be ready to go. Out of those three, going going one, two, three, list the levels of importance to who's more important that the Yankees need to do well. I think the X factor is on uh, is gonna be John Carlos Denton. The Yankees went out and uh, the Yankees went out and traded, you know, they gave up a lot for him. You know, he's, he was the defending National League um, MVP at that point in time, but the Yankees need him to do well because if, if Judge, let's just say hypothetically, Judge just says see you in twenty twenty one, they need his bat to really get to really get going. You know, they need him to be the player that he was in Miami when Miami wasn't even playing for anything, which is which I think is um, the Marlins every year anyway. Oh my God! <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of John Carl Stan, it's funny he is a. He, him and, and Gary Sanchez are probably the two most 
divisive from people I see amongst James fans, I see amongst James Twitter. It's always those two. Now, if you were to predict which player would be would have a better bounce back season, would it be Stanton or would it be Sanchez? I'd say Sanchez. I mean, prior to getting hurt last year, the guy was just the guy was ripping the the guy was ripping the ball off left and left and right. And Sanchez, you know, you know, uh, it's not really his bat though. That was really. I mean, prior to the year, maybe a couple of years prior, yeah, when he had that off when he had that awful year. But when his bat's alive, it's alive. You know, it's not like uh, it's not like John Carl Stanton who either hits a home run or he strikes out. You know, and obviously Gary's defense has you know Gary's defense is getting better behind the plate because obviously that's been. You know, a sticking point among Yankee among Yankee fans. I'm sure you see it all the time on uh, Yankee Twitter. Oh, and everybody, everybody in everybody in that neighborhood who wants to like, play <laughs> somewhere when the Yankees lose. Yankee Twitter can be insufferable sometimes, and that that's when I stay off Twitter. Like like I'm telling you right now, if if breaking news was to happen where Garrett Cole sits out for the whole year, I'm not I'm not going on Twitter that day. I. I will refuse to be on Twitter that day. I think uh, you'll find a divided house, though, because I don't think everybody's going to be giving him crap for it, because obviously, you know, the birth of your child, you can only expect... No one should, but you know there will be those few people. You, you're going to make $30 million a year and you can't play baseball? Come on, man, you can play well, baseball. Well, you always, you know, like all of Twitter, you always have those people. I'm sure, I'm sure the Astros Twitter has it. I know, I'm sure White Sox Twitter has it. I'm sure every, I'm sure every prospective Twitter community, you know, for sports has those kinds of fans. I mean, you know, we live in an age where, you know, those people are more alive than ever, than ever before. So, you know, you're always going to have those people. I mean, for those Twitter communities, like, you know, like, I don't know, the White Sox, Cubs, Phillies, whatever, whatever those hearts are, you know, you always have those toxic fans. Every fan base got them. That's true. So, you know, you know, if everybody just points to the Yankees just because everybody says the Yankees are spoiled. Well, yeah, but, you know, when you have... When it when it has when you have um twenty seven World Series rings, it kind of gives you a license to tell people what you want. <laughs> twenty seven World Series from twenty seven World Championships, forty American League pennants. Yeah, then baseball fans like that's kind of like a do we want to count? Hmm? Do we want to do we want to count wild card in in the modern era? No, we we, we don't want to do that. Um, I, it's more pennants and championships. Wild cards are just not. But the point of the matter is, listen, we're not the Mets where we're going to hang up a 2016 wild card banner. No, that, 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 that's not how this works. Um, but basically, um, sticking, sticking with, um, with baseball, um, I want to ask, I want to ask this. Um, we were talking about like teams and you know that, um, the Dodgers should be good. The Astros, people should not sleep on the Astros. They're still a really good team. Um, why is people not giving the Nationals a lot of love? They are defending World Series champions. That I think part of it is their. I think part of it's the market size. I think that's one reason. You know, their market size is not very big. It's a decently big, but it's not nearly as big as the Dodgers or the Dodgers or the um, or the Yankees, the number one, number two largest media markets in the world. Houston, obviously, because they have, you know, they obviously have the stars that they have. But you know, obviously, losing Anthony Rendon was pretty big for them because they decided to keep they decided to keep Strasburg over Rendon. But I think I think it's just because you know nobody expected them to go and 
to go and uh, beat um, go in and beat Houston. Nobody expected them to do that. Nobody even expected them to go to the playoffs, much less the World Series without Bryce Harper. Everybody thought they can't do it without Bryce Harper because that's the guy who anchors the ship. But it turns out they were a lot better without with without Bryce Harper. And it probably had to be um, you know excuse me here, but it probably had to be the biggest fu moment in franchise history. Yeah, it actually was. And I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it PG here. Listen, we, we, we've been keeping it PG for a while, so trust me. Um, if, if you were to slip up, we're not going to condemn you, man. Trust me, we're not going to condemn you. So. You might not, but the FCC, the FCC might. Well, the FCC from scratch. Um, <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! Just ask, just ask, just ask Janet Jackson. <laughs> well, um, I think so. Well, CBS, C, uh, CBS also paid a fine, so um, a massive fine. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. I mean, in fairness, it wasn't really their fault. It was. It was it, it kind of funny how it, it elevated Justin Timberlake's career, but in sense, kind of damaged Janet Jackson's career. Janet's doing, Janet's, Janet's doing okay these days. I don't think she really needed it then either. Well, right now we're not we're not under FCC guidelines, but if we if we ever were to get on, under F, FCC guidelines, my co-host James apologizes for for saying that you guys can go scratch. Well, you might as well br- want to bring Rod want to bring Rodman on, then we can really have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I hope you guys are watching that. Oh, absolutely. I hope you guys are watching the documentary. Absolutely. And I actually, I actually have to ask you. Speaking of that, you, you just led me to another question. Um, I asked on Mike Scannell this because obviously, guys, catchy after Yankees. Mike, I gave you a cheap plug. Thank you. Um, my my question was obviously Jordan is like the last band, obviously about Jordan, and we all know Jordan is the goat. Now I know this is an unfair question to ask. For that action like this, so I'm going to ask you this. And I'm speaking with the Yankee team. Which which Yankee has the potential to be? Which two Yankees have the potential to be the Jordan and Pippen of the Yankees, particularly? Not entirely, just the Yankees. Strictly with the Yankees. I'd say Aaron Judge for sure. Okay. And then I'd also have to say Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Ooh. It's funny because when I asked Mike this, he said he, he said um, he said Judge and Glaber. Why why you say Judge and Sanchez? I I want I want to know why that. Sanchez, I mean Glaber, you know Glaber, you know. Keep in mind though, Jordan and Pippen came up together. You know, obviously were um they were you know they were they were together with you know for, with each other. But you know Glaber originally wasn't even a part of the Yankees. The Yankees actually um. I'm counting it as I'm counting it as a homegrown. All right, you know, if you wanted to rephrase it as if you wanted to say Glaber and Judge, yes. But if you're talking homegrown, you know, let's 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 rephrase the question. If you're talking homegrown, I'd probably say Judge and Sanchez, and here's why: because Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez came up with came up with each other. You know, they were they were in the Yankee system. My actually, my godfather actually was able to see them see them both when they were with the uh, Trenton Thunder. Nice. And yeah, which I've you know I'm which one of the, one of the great many things I miss about I miss about New Jersey. And like, this is, New Jersey's a great state. What can I say? <laughs> we hate every we hate everybody. <laughs> yes, we, we do. Hate, we, we hate everybody. 
we we're we're much more which my friends actually get a little freaked out when i'm driving when i'm when i'm honking at people oh man don't do that. i'm like well i'm impatient and i got places to be so you're, you're just gonna sit there and, and take it <laughs> otherwise you're walking on the highway you're, you're walking on the highway and there's nothing i can do there <laughs> Okay, we're not like those New Yorkers, man. New Yorkers are kind of weird. You know, Jerry. Excuse you? Yeah. Well, give, well, I will. I will give Chicago. I will give Chicago the props on the pizza. Yeah, it's still it's still not better than um me. I'll give New York this. The New York pizza is forever gold status, but the deep dish from Chicago is not bad. It's just not New York pizza. That's it. Well, well, you know, obviously, uh, the shore, the shore, I, the shore, I miss. So that's a plus. Well, speaking of that, the shore has the potential to be open by late Memorial Day or early June, according bas- to um, guy. Yeah, basically, op- it basically opens around that time anyway. Well, Governor Murphy is going to likely open it, but keep the, you know, but with social distancing rules in effect, so. Well, I want to st- I want to stay away. Well, I want to stay away from those people as well because all I want to do is just lay out on, lay out on my chair and my towel and just relax for the day. So, do you go to Cub and White and White Sox games? I I've, I haven't been to a Cubs game since they've done the rebuild. I've been to more White Sox games though, just because their tickets are cheaper. So, whenever the season starts, and and let's say let's say they allow fans in. Mid August, it's probably not going to happen, but let's say they do. How long would you wait before you went into the ballpark? I I go in right away. Okay. So would you? Let me ask you a question. So if they said, stick with that. If they said you could only come in where, but you have to be wearing a mask, and you gotta be like, you know, that social distancing rules gotta be in effect. You can only take off your mask. If you're eating your food, but your mask has got to be on the remaining of the game, would you still go? I can live with that. I go to the grocery store wearing the mask. And you'd also have to sign a waiver, not not having them reliable. If anything were to happen to you, well, I'm shocked they don't have you sign a. I'm shocked they don't have you sign a waiver anyway, considering all the stuff that happens at a ballpark. <laughs> That's true. Like, you know, you see guys getting, you see, you know, you might see a fight or two here and there. You might see a guy who's had a little too much to drink. And now, rank, rank these four sports as in difficulty to play. Baseball, hockey, basketball, football. I'd probably say baseball. Because, okay. you know, Michael Jordan will tell you, man, it's a lot harder to hit a baseball than it is to shoot a basketball. <laughs> Absolutely. Um... I'd probably say hockey just because the physicality of it, because it's clearly a man's game. Hell yeah! You know, it's clearly up. It's not a sport for the weak. No, it's not. Football. I mean, you know, you're, you're big, same deal. Physicality. Obviously, it's it's changed a lot since we since when we were growing up when you used to get rocked and they tell you to get back in there. And then basketball. It's not hard to play basketball. I mean, you pick it up on the playground. It's very easy to do. I did it. I did it in elementary school, and you know, it's it's not that hard to pick it up. You know, basketball. You you pass ball, pass ball, pass ball, shoot, dribble, whatever. It's not hard. I I, I could agree. I mean, you, you could also you can also um, you can also you can flip flop between baseball and hockey. 
I think I, I, I can kind of see why baseball is number one, primarily because I, even though it is very hard to ice skate, trust me, I know, um, it's very hard to ice skate, but the baseball with the hand-eye coordination, especially, you know, like trying to like hit a 90, like trying to hit a 95 mile per hour fastball and thinking like you got it, but you really like, you know, you don't, even the slightest off can make a difference between a home run and a foul ball. So I, I can kind of see why baseball would be like the hardest. I, I, I could definitely see that. But like, so you, you could interchange baseball and hockey, but I, I can respect it. I mean, you know, in hockey, you know, hockey's obviously, you know, you gotta, you gotta shoot a little, you gotta shoot a little black, black puck in, in, in behind the goal. And obviously you're dealing with people who want to, um, who want to hit, who want to hit you into next month. Yeah, I mean, now from, from, from the NHL, see, I, I am the kind of the NHL fanboy here and they're trying to kind of like ban fighting, which is kind of like, been in the game since its existence, so they're I don't, th- I don't think that would work. I don't think that would work, and here's why. And here's why, because people, a lot of people primarily watch hockey because of the fighting. It's been that way for whoa, years. Whoa, 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 no, no, no. I don't watch hockey because of the fight. Well, I'm not saying you. I'm, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying other, I'm not saying you and, like, my, myself. I don't watch it just for the fighting. I like to watch, you know, obviously, obviously, I like to watch it on the TV. But I'm saying, like, other people who might not be interested in hockey. It's like when people, it's like ESPN when they had the Yankees-Red Sox game on there begging for a fight. Hmm. I, I I see I see what you mean. I kind I kind of think that like yes, like if um if if um for for the casual fans that really like hockey, they'll again they'll probably just watch like you said for the fights that they want to see. It. I get why for this reason because you know the social distancing and the impact of the coronavirus, and you don't want people to get too physical. Um, they're talking about um, some hockey's wearing plexiglass um. Face mask, but that would become a big problem because there was an incident um, a while ago that nearly nearly cut a player's eye, so that's kind of out and out. So yeah, I, I can. It, it's very hard to social distancing a lot of these sports. It's going to be hard to. Hockey is going to be hockey is very hard to social distance. It doesn't even if you take out the checking and you take out the fighting and whatever. It's going to be very hard to social distance because you know people are constantly skating you know more than six feet from you because they're trying to even if you you know let's just say you take out the checking and you play you know ju- you know be you know whatever the rung is below um, junior level you know when you're just learning the game you're still in the puck and whatever you're trying to strip the puck you know you're still near that person and it doesn't matter if you and let's just say you get tangled up on the boards well you're not necessarily decking the guy you're trying to go after the puck it's really i'd say arguably it's impossible to social distance when you play uh, when you play hockey because you're constantly around each other absolutely i think baseball can kind of get away with it in a sense because everyone's really that 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 would be the easiest that that's yeah, what would just, probably be the easiest. Basketball could probably be second. I just basketball. I don't think basketball though, because you're dribbling the ball. You're trying to guard. I mean, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not in the guy's face trying to block the ball, the ball obviously. If it's yeah, uh, but if you look in basketball, playing. not every play is a trap play. So unless it's a trap play, and even in trap plays, th- there are four. 
to five inch distances. Plays, but I'm saying like I'm not saying just trap plays. I'm saying like let's just say you're you're dribbling the you're dribbling the ball and you're dribbling the ball inside. You know if you're telling him to get away, well the guy can easily pop a layup in two points. But and and another thing, do you really want to see scores of like one to one seventy five to one seventy three like every single night? Because basically you just wide open offense. In fact, it's like an open gym. Of course now, but but compared to football and hockey, basketball goes second because because football and hockey are are the two hardest to social distance. Well, here's the thing about football though. At least in football, you're wearing pads and most people are wearing gloves. So I mean, you you can kind of get away in football. I mean, yes, you're still tackling, but. You're more likely wearing pads and whatnot. I feel like hockey and basketball are the most impossible. I won't say basketball. They're those two are the toughest sports in social distancing. It's one of the guys. The one seventy, the one seventy foot, seventy five, one seventy three night games are are one of the reasons why I'm you know I'm not being followed. If if you're using the pads argument for football, then then you got that for for hockey too. You 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 got the gloves they're wearing. You. You got the helmets, you got the pads. There's, there's no face, but there's really not, there's no, like, face guard. There's not many people wear face guards in hockey. People are just, like, you, all they have is a helmet in your, in your face. I mean, yeah, they have, like, pads and whatnot, but again, you're checking, you're constantly going at each other, you're checking. At least in football, you're, like, in full-blown pads. All right, so is, so, so it's football. You're, you, you're, you're trying to kill each other at the line. Once, once, once the quarterback gets a snap, the the safeties are trying to get the receivers. The corners are trying to get the receivers. So there you go. You, you got the, the same exact thing. But look, but look at the space that the receivers and the corners give each other anyway. They usually about like five to six feet apart from each other anyway. They're and 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 in in football, not everyone is wearing gloves in football. In in hockey, everyone has gloves, so they're not physically touching the puck. The, fo- the I, football players are physically you, touching the football. I, I get what you're saying, but you still, but it's hard to take out checking and fighting in hockey. Like, you, 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 well, it's, it's a natural instinct. It will be the game will be without those things. The hockey's just unwatchable. Right, and I mean, and and watch, imagine if there was I mean, no tackling in football. At, I mean, at least in hockey, you don't have some to some check. In football, it, you have to tackle. Right, or even you know, if they took out the tackling, though, you're still touching the guy, unless you want to see, unless you want to see an LA there's, Rams. And there's Kansas no City way. There's night. no way you could take out tackling in football. Zero way. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. Like you, you then you're gonna make the NFL into like the flag league. So in hockey, at yeah, least in some it. aspect, if you didn't check, it, it wouldn't be as fun, I'm sure. But you could go without it. But in football, there's zero way. You can I mean, the NFL, the NFL, the NFL's image is already on shaky ground. The last thing they need to do is take out the tackling and anger everybody to the point where their ratings are already dipping. The last thing they need to do is have it, have it go, have it go from up high to like hardly anybody watches, except for a few diehards who will watch any football, including five-year-olds. Super Bowl, Super Bowl ratings are still the highest. Like this past Super Bowl was probably one of the highest it's been in quite some time. And that's all ratings as a whole. Yes, I've been taking a little dip. I think the concussions and oh, the I'm not taking. becoming uninter- 
I'm not saying like I'm not saying like the Super Bowl because obviously the Super Bowl is one of the most wa- is the is the most watched sporting event of the year. I'm saying like you know just some cer- certain games in general like the NFL like you know I remember during like the early 2000s you know I'd be you know I remember coming inside and we'd be you know my, we'd be looking forward to some hard hitting action where guys would just get totally totally rocked. Yeah, and they, and they took and they took that out of the game. They literally, they they literally took that out of the game. So now what you're basically doing is like like how how you mentioned Hawking. Like if you take checking and adding out the game, you're you're going to lose a majority of your of your fans. I mean, yes, I'll still watch, but checking and checking is kind of like the the inception of hockey. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you going to do? Like, you, you know, like you're going to let the player get the puck and be like, oh, well, you know, I can't check the social distancing, so we're going to see a lot of, like, 11-10 hockey games. Yay! Like, really? Because as good as the goalies are, you're going to start goals to stop, like, 85 shots a night? Come on. Come on. And that, I mean, they're going to be... I mean, you're going to have, I mean, you know, obviously not every goalie can be Patrick Wall or Jim Craig during the Olympics, so some some goalies might actually get lit up. And that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 you, like, even the best, even the best goalies in today's run era, as rare as they are, like, you're going to expect them from now until, like, you know, till December when they're hoping they can ease up the social distancing. You really expect, like, world-class goalies to stop, like, 75 shots a night? Even the best, no. That, that, that's not happening. Well, I mean, here's the, here's the deal. Well, here's the deal, though. I mean, number one, in terms of the whole, you know, pandemic thing, like we, um, there, there's too many opinions out there, which is, which has kind of been stressing everybody out. There's too many opinions. We don't know what's right and what's wrong because we know so little. Exactly. All I know is, all I know is our, par- all I know is our parting gift right now is, is a, um, is a giant, is a giant hornet. <laughs> um, I said, I said, I'm too, uh, Nice of them to put a little fuel. Nice of uh, Asia to put a little fuel in the fire. Are uh, you watching any part of that KBO baseball? I want to get into it. Probably on a weekend though, because I work. So you know, obviously, you know, midnight one in the morning. Like I really, you know, it's really time I should be sleeping just because I got up. You know, obviously I got to wake up in the morning. But probably the weekend, I really want to check it out. It's baseball. So are are you an essential worker? Uh, no, I was I was actually very lucky because uh, what happened was they laid me off for about two weeks and then they called me back because they ended up getting a, they ended up getting a loan and uh, you know they you know it's it supposed to last for uh, eight weeks so they ended up calling me back so I got very lucky. What do you do? Uh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a sales executive for a company called the uh, Princeton Group. We sell hospitality to sporting events. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sell to, like, the Kentucky Derby, Masters, MLB All-Star Game. That's cool. Now, um, I have a, so, now, I got an activist, and my, my, my buddy is going to get really mad what I'm about to say. I'm going to say it. So obviously in football, the, the the hottest young star right now is Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> so is there is there a baseball player you think that can be like can can be like a Patrick Mahomes, like a young ascending star that everyone loves, except for my co-host who's a jerk who don't like. Excuse you. 
First off, how can you hate Patrick? How can you hate Patrick Mahomes? Thank you. <sighs> because he's a little too cocky for the me. Guy's probably the, best, he, the guy's probably the best quarterback we've seen since. The guy's probably the best quarterback we've seen since Peyton Manning and Dan Marino. Whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, Eric, I. You were you were a good guy. You were a good guy. I liked you. You just made it on the list. First of all, we've we've seen Tom Brady. We're still seeing Tom Brady. All right. How dare you put Patrick Mahomes on a guy's level who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? Okay, but you just said Patrick Mahomes is the best. How can you like? Okay, here's the deal. No quarterback, not Tom Brady, not Peyton Manning, certainly not Dan Marino, definitely not Troy Aikman, definitely not Montana, can come into the league, they're like their first, they, you know, they haven't even, they haven't even, like, they haven't even played, you know, they haven't played all, you know, they didn't play all last year with the exception of one game, can throw 50 touchdown passes in their first year starting, and also, how can you say, like, you know, your first game you throw seven touchdown passes? Manning did that, like, once with the Broncos, and that was late in his career. And let's not add the fact that his second year, they won the Super Bowl. <sighs> Look at the weapons Patrick Mahomes has. Jesus Christ, man. No, 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 no. You, you, you opened this wormhole. Now you got to deal with it. All right. How did Patrick Mahomes do in his first playoff run? I'm definitely not siding with the guy who's hating on Mahomes. How did Patrick Mahomes do in his first playoff run? He got bounced out of the title game. Well, it wasn't on Mahomes. Well, it wasn't on Mahomes, though. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Because that first half, the Patriots ended the first half fourteen and nothing. So if Patrick, if Patrick Mahomes was so good, how come he couldn't score a point in that first half? How about that? Because because the Maliner lined off lined up offsides. What what did that have to do with the first half of Patrick Patrick Mahomes not putting up points? You tell me that. No, 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 no. He has to answer this question. Patrick Mahomes had a Patrick Mahomes had a couple couple bad. I think he had a bad half against. I think in this year's title game edition, and also same with uh, same with the Niners when he got when the Niners when we all thought the Niners. Had yeah, he had a horrible Super Bowl this year, and also and also if if they played any any competent team because you guys got me hot now, so you're gonna have to deal with this because James brought up the subject. If you guys played any other competent team besides the Texans, the Chiefs get bounced in the first round. Okay, so how about that? Who blows? Who blows a twenty forty nothing lead? Who does that? Who does that? Nobody. So if Patrick Mahomes was so good, if Mahomes was so good, that should have never happened. Hey, you find out how good a, you find out how great if stop, you find out how great a quarterback is when they're down. Now, 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 Eric, oh. I want to let you know for the record, Eric, I want to let you know for the record, my buddy's a Patriot fan, and the reason why that he hates Patrick Mahomes is because I talk about him so much and how great he is, and he's so annoying. Yeah, you suck the kids, you, you suck him least, off least, like he's been in the league for 20 least, years, alright? At least Patrick, at least Patrick Mahomes doesn't, doesn't have to deflate a football or talk, or have oh. to talk about it. You, you want to open that door? Oh, oh, Eric, you're, you're really we're becoming talk, a bad guy, buddy. Talk, you really are. About, listen. Listen, listen. Or talk about his, or talk about his, talk about his balls to the Supreme Court. <laughs> the flake gate is not an issue. Twenty-eight to nothing against the Colts. Okay, with regulation of footballs, 
Then, then, won that Super Bowl against, against the best defense, against the best defense we've seen in the past six to seven years. Won, won that game, had the best fourth quarter till till you just mentioned. Well, J.J. Watt was hurt. I mean, who knows what would have happened had J.J. Watt been in that game. J.J. Watt was never a cult. You are all over yourself. You're all over yourself. You're losing, buddy. Let me get back to my original question. Who in the MLB is this version of Patrick Mahomes? Mike Trout, you clown. I probably it probably be a combination between Mike Trout and Cody Bellinger. Oh, Cody Bellinger. I'm sick of the love he gets, too. He's not even that good. Wait, wait, hold on. Like, why is people well, why does, Bellinger? That's, that's I mean, the guy, what, what's his postseason stats? What's his postseason stats? What's his postseason stats? He disappears in the postseason. He disappears in the postseason. How about that? He disappears in the postseason. That's part of his struggle. His postseason has a horrible looking out. Clearly, I knew it. Clearly, 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 one of them. He lost the two. He lost. He lost the two teams like that shit. That's why it's ball. Clearly, 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 your co-host. Clearly, your co-host is uh, one of those. Uh, one of those. Uh, which is is. Uh, do you tell? Please tell me you don't root for the um, for the Bo Sox. I don't. No, he's the Yankee fan. He's the how can you root for? How can you? How can you root? Okay, first off, you first off, you're cheating at the game of, at the game of uh, rooting for sports teams. And second, and second of all, how can you how can you root for a New England? How can you root for a team in New England with a New York team? Come on, now it's like being an Eagle fan and a Yankee fan. First that of all, baseball work. and football are two completely different sports. The, I can the, understand being a six. I can, I can deal with a Sixers fan and a Yankee fan. I get that. I get that. You know, because obviously the Knicks have been blown it very well. Eric, in his defense, actually. Um, he grew up watching the pages because the pages were the first two that he saw on TV. He fell in love with them. He started watching football in 2001. They happened to win the Super Bowl. He fell in love with them ever since. That's his team, and I respect that. I actually know Yankees fans that are Sixers fans. Three of my friends are Yankees and Sixers and Eagles fans. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. Giving, I wasn't giving a crap about the being a Yankee fan and a Sixer fan. That's just. That's just me. That's just me, though. Sorry, I, I like to play hardball with the hosts. It's. It's. It's okay. But. 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 Don't. Don't you dare come at Tom Brady of the Patriots. All right. And. And. And if you are, come with facts. You. You. You can't have me talking about the Colts and you bring up J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt was never an Indianapolis Colt. All right. No, I was talking about him and the Texans. All right. Yeah, the Texans. The Texans had nothing to do with 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 Tom Brady. Now, now let me actually now, now let me transition here though. Like obviously Mike Trout is the face, but Mike but Mike Trout is so good that he plays in the Angels. No one gives a damn about the Angels. They haven't, they haven't since Mike Sosha left. So my question is, how can you, or how can you like get people to watch? You know, Angels baseball. When even though they're in LA, I know they're playing Anaheim, but they're they're called LA. They're in the LA market, I guess. Why aren't they? You know, like if his Mike Trout was on the Dodgers, he'd probably get more love. Like Cody Bellinger's getting love. Well, I think number one, the Angels aren't any good. They aren't. They don't. Aside from maybe an aging Pujols and Otani. You know, Rendon. 
Yeah, Rendon now, but I'm saying like this was before they got Rendon. Um, I think it's just because the Angels are just not that good. The Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers have always been, I feel like, probably the second best team, everybody's second favorite team aside next to the Yankees. Yeah, that's the Dodgers are my second. Uh, if, 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 yeah, if I wasn't the Yankees, then I'd probably be a Dodger. Well, now they're even more so than ever now that Magic Johnson owns is a part owner of that team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I wasn't a Knicks fan, I'd be a Lakers fan. So, like the Lakers, I mean, Dodgers are always my second team. Oh, don't get me, don't get me, Knicks fan. Don't get me started on the Knicks. <laughs> they've been bad for a. They've been. Knicks are garbage. If you're a Knicks fan, you really gotta question your character. You know what's funny about my co-host? He don't watch basketball like that no more. And his favorite basketball team is the Detroit Pistons. And he don't watch basketball like that. And he's on his team with a championship against the Lakers. I guess he can mix with anything meaningful. That's just BS right there. Well, that, that, team, that team, though, had a hell... That Pistons team, though, had a hell of a defense. Six straight Eastern Conference Finals, by the way. Yeah. Well, at that well, point. Well, was amazing. Well, you weren't... Well, then the last one, you ran into the 08 Celtic, which you weren't beating them that year. I mean, that was that was that was at the end of their run, though. They were getting older, and they went. They still went to the playoffs, though, the following years, though. But then, yeah, they started to, like, six straight Eastern Conference Finals, and they they haven't they been good, them. but it happened. They also, I mean, they also lost. Yeah. Which, to be truthful, that to be truthful, that championship team, you can probably argue it resembles a bit of the Bad Boys. They did. They were physical. And it's funny, um, they were not favored right. against the New Jersey Nets, and they beat them in seven games. They were not favored against the Nets. And they weren't in favor against the Lakers. They weren't favor. They weren't favor against the Lakers either. But Greg, 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 the Lakers defense, Kobe did take things into his own hands. And also, too, though, there was an infight between him and Shaq, so that's kind of very publicized. So they were fighting, but they were kind of friction in that, and Detroit kind of took advantage of it. Like, the Wallace brothers were good, and Chauncey Billups was playing amazing. It's like, the, the, the Pistons were just great. And, 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 and I don't hate the Pistons. Like, I have nothing against you also have ben, You also have Ben Wallace. You have Ben Wallace inside, which, you know, if you got inside, you probably weren't coming back. <laughs> Shaq, who was the most dominant, Shaq, who was the most dominant force then, Ben, ben, like he, like ben Wallace gave Shaq problems. We're talking about Shaq in his prime getting problems, getting, getting, getting annoyed by Well, Shaq's also, Shaq's also physical shape was definitely up, up, was definitely up question at that point. He was having McDonald's all the time, of course. But, you know, Ben Wallace could, Ben Wallace could shut down anybody and everybody that year. There's a reason he was a defensive player of the year that year. And also, Shaq on that went to the Heat, and then he won a championship with D Wade. So you go up the coattails of D Wade. What can I say? Well, Shaq, well, D Wade, D Wade was the leader of that team. Shaq kind of just came in and was and was a Robin to Batman. Well, that's why I said he rolled the he rolled the cocktails of D Wade. So you know. Also, 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 in all honesty, the Mavs should have had that championship. Just saying. Of course. No, I agree. No, I agree. I was actually rooting for the Mavericks. I mean, eventually. I mean, Dirk. I mean, Dirk got his. Dirk eventually got his due, which obviously Dirk is very deserving of it. Oh yeah. Um, which, if any person, if any person deserves a championship, it's Dirk. Oh yeah. I mean, Dirk. You know, MVP, and you know, the guy. The guy was a great player, and he was very deserving of a championship. But he really should have had two. Which Mark Cuban, Mark, Mark, Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban will. T- Mark, um, and Mark Cuban's not the only one who will say that. Absolutely. 
I'm about to ask you some rapid fire questions. Uh, I'm gonna get answers. I'm gonna ask you questions off the top of my head. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm there's no question he's the best quarterback to ever do it. I mean, Manning has an argument there, though. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, listen, listen. No, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. I love Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning, but he's nowhere near the close player that Tom Brady is. Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, how, how do you know I was talking Peyton? I could have said Eli. Well, you know, that, that works. Not even I that. Mean, not even that, okay? Yeah, that no. Works. No, no. Not even that. Eli's great. Completely out of pocket. Well, no. Wrong. Well, Eli's team, Eli's team toward the latter end of his career were very inconsistent. Yeah. So that's why you're probably seeing his record, though, because his coaches, his, aside from Tom Coughlin, his coaches stunk. His ben, coaches were pretty terrible. Ben McAdoo? Ben McAdoo? Such a joke of a coach. The guy wasn't even. The guy could barely coordinate a competent offense, much less, much less be a head coach of a team. All right, James, go go do your rapid fire, you schmuck. All right, what's Alrighty, up? alrighty. Rapid fire. Let's do this. Um, Eric, first on favorite team growing up. The Yankees. Um, most hated team in baseball. Your most hated team in baseball right now. The Houston Astros. The most underrated baseball player. Most underrated baseball player. Of all time, or? Currently. All my questions are currently right now. Okay, currently I'd say... Gio Urshela. Finish this second. In the next five years, the Yankees will win blank World Series. They will win, they will win three World Series championships. Okay, and it's the sentence. In in the next two years, the Tampa Bay Bucks will win blank Super Bowls. None. You're such a hater. Who has who's, who has who 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 will win a championship? The the Tampa Bay Bucks or the New England Patriots? The New England Patriots. Ooh. Um, Sam Donald or Daniel Jones? Who are you taking? I'd take uh, I'd take um Daniel Jones. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Eric, I'm really questioning your character. Are you a Jets fan? No, I'm not. Me? No, 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 me. I'm a Giants fan. Okay, good because you're because you're because you're because you're little because your little boy um because your little boy Green so bad he didn't have a home he doesn't have a home to play in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, best running back in the NFL is. That's right, Ezekiel Elliott. Ooh, I would have said McCaffrey, but okay, fair enough. Um, Are you talking about, well, Ezekiel Elliott kind of does it all. You can consider him a receiver as well. So is McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey just came on this year, though. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott had been doing it, has been doing it for a little while now. Uh, uh, uh. Um, and will Antonio Brown play in the league at all? Hell no. Fair, fair question. Um, the, the, the new Mets owner in the next five years will be... Like, Alex, Alex Rodriguez. Ah. Also, the, next, the next one is... In Bill Belichick will finish his career with... Seven Super Bowls. Ah. And lastly, 
Who wins? Who wins? Who wins the title first? The Jets or the Giants? The Giants, because the Jets will find the Jets will find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, my man, my man. See, 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 Eric knows. Eric, you're you're a great guy. You're Jets, a great guy. The Jets have a the Jets have a history of uh, fucking it up. Just after um after '98 with just ask after name you know after the '68 championship with name it they want they floundered and floundered and floundered. Then after, uh, then around after Parcells left, you know, after '98, you know, obviously the obviously the injuries you didn't anticipate, but you know, after you know they they still couldn't get it done during the '90s, even eight, and then after Parcells left, Rex Ryan kind of got there because of defense, and then they couldn't get it done. So you know, the Jets, it's the Jets. What can I say? What rhymes with the Jets? What rhymes with the Jets? The Mets. And, and also, what? Yeah, yeah. And all three. Oh, my, my last, last, last question. Will KD and Kyrie win a championship in Brooklyn? Not yes or no? Yes. Damn it. All right, well, it is what it is. Uh, Are you going to ask, ask me more? I'm kind of, I'm enjoying this. Ask me more. Oh, you want more? Okay, perfect. Um, is, if you were to rank your top five current young quarterbacks that are 26 and younger, who would it be? Patrick Mahomes, for sure. That's one. Um, I know Daniel Jones would be like number. I know what uh, Daniel Jones would probably crack the top five. Hell yeah, that's a smart answer. <laughs> like he'd be number. He'd probably be number five. He'd probably be number five. Not like five. Um, he, 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 he had one, two, three, or four, but five is good. <laughs> yep. All right, number four. Oh golly. Sorry, right, it's been it's been a it's been a while since the NFL. Um, I'm trying to. I know. I'm trying to think. What's the age? What's the age limit? Twenty five or twenty six? I said twenty six. Okay. I'd I'd say uh, okay twenty six. I'd say. Let's see. Gosh, it, it's kind of hard though. You're trying to think. I'd probably say number two has to be Dak Prescott. Okay. Number three. Let's see. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, one like you're lifting out a two couple of obvious ones. I mean, there's Deshaun Jackson, there's Lamar, there's Deshaun Watson. I probably um, actually I probably Josh Allen. On. Oh, yeah. I mean, nah, nah, Josh Allen, not. Nah, I, mean, I need more. I probably say, I probably say, put, I put Lamar Jackson number two, Dak Prescott number three, and then number four, I'd say is is um Deshaun Watson. And the reason he's not elevated though is because of his coach. Yeah, that is true. Now, baseball. Um, thinking with baseball, do you trust the Mets? Accidentally win a championship, just like the Marlins accidentally win championships. No, <laughs> because the Marlins actually have skilled. The Marlins actually have some good players. They just fire us out at the end of the year every year. Uh, will Alonso finish his career with the Mets? No. Ooh, sorry. Man. Nobody. Nobody stays. Nobody's multiple players. Players of that caliber. Nobody really stays with one team for a whole year forever anymore. Who are you keeping, Glaber 
Are you keeping Glaber or are you going to be keeping um, Sanchez? I'd keep Glaber. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, if um, Stan's going to be staying for nine years, do you, do you buy him out after the eighth year or do you find a way to make him waive his no trade clause? Well, the Yankees are. I'd probably say you. Buy, I'd probably say you buy him out. The Yankees tried to get Jacoby Ellsbury to waive it to go to San Francisco, and he didn't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, um, thinking with this team, which which franchise would you like? Which fan? Which fan base in entire sport has the most nauseating fans? Is it Astros fans, Red Sox fans, or New England Patriots fans? I'd probably say the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, the Patriots have been like that for a long. The Patriots have been like that for a long time. The Astros has kind of gotten recently. Like you know, for a little while, the Blue Jays were kind of cocky for a little while. Then it, then that died. So it's kind of a phase. Right now, the Patriots. That's that's going to go on forever and ever. You know what, Eric? This this interview is, is like a basketball game. Your first half, you was solid. You was crashing the boards. You was hitting the threes. You was getting the rebounds. You was stealing the ball. Then the, the second half, you went in. You relaxed. You 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 took in a stripper maybe, and then the third and fourth quarter, you just was horrible, man. You was missing wide open shots. You was getting the ball stolen from. You was missing layups in the lane. And oh, uh, what? I'd, it's like I Space Jam, that. man. I'd probably, I'd probably say I. Uh, I no, I wouldn't say that. I probably foul. I probably fouled a guy I shouldn't have and started a whole brawl in the arena. <laughs> now, who is more responsible for the Patriots' success, Brady or Belichick? Oh gosh, I mean that's a question that's that's going to be debated on TV for a long time. I know, but your honest opinion. I'd say Belichick. Why? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Why? I mean, look at look. I mean, look at how many offensive coordinators he lost over the years, with the exception of uh, with the exception of uh, McDaniel's. Also, Belichick, even when when McDaniel's left the first time around, remember he was the head coach ill fatedly for the Broncos. So, uh, how how many touchdowns has has Bill threw? Oh my God! Bill's got a- Huh? Would you quit being? Would you quit being a patriot hard on? No, I, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is a fact for any sport. It's the players that win games. Well, at, the at the end of the day, Bill can only stay on the sidelines. He has no. Who, 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 he, but Eric, let me ask you a question. Which who put the players in the most position to succeed? Robert Kraft, because he had the money.
I think they'll recover. I think they'll recover, though. I mean, you still have Jose Altuve in his prime, George Springer. You also still have you have a rejuvenated Justin Berlander. Now, here's the thing. You obviously, because you can look at this whole tax threshold, you can't play pay everybody. If you're the Astros, um, are you going to let Springer go or Correa go? I'd say you're gonna let Springer go because never, you never. They got, you know, they have that. They have that kid named Alvar. They have that Alvarez guy. They, the Astros system is still very deep, and outfielders are very, you know, easy to replace. You can't really replace shortstops. I'm, I'm pretty sure Springer got got an extension. The only one that hasn't got extended was Correa. Well, then I guess you know that's just the direction they're heading. I mean, granted, the Astros system is still very is still very deep. So you know, obviously, the Astros can obviously know how to prepare for free agency. You could also, um, even though they gave Springer the money, you can always offload him, and you can always recover and get um, prospects back. You can always do that. Also, yeah, the Astros, knowing the Astros, they'll find a way. And also, their new GM, although he's not Jeff Lou now, he still kind of operates a similar system. Yep. Um, last, and this is the biggest one, and this is kind of like in um in all sports, um, playoff wise. Each, each sport playoffs are fun. If you have to pick a sport like like to watch during the playoffs out of the four major sports, which one would it be, and why? I'd say football. And here's why: because southern death. Southern death. Yeah, because you only have you only have one game to get it done, and also you know the you know you're seeing the best the best players go the best players go out. You know, baseball you have a five game series, where if you lose game one, okay, you know, okay, we get them back tomorrow, you know, or the or the following day, you know, and then but football, you know, it's it's all or nothing. You got to go out. It's up to you now. I mean, this is your only opportunity to prove it. If you can't prove it and get it done, you're you're gonna be at home. You're gonna be at home in February watching watching possibly watching that team win the Super Bowl. Great, I love last. Question. Obviously, football added uh, two additional um, playoff spots, one in each conference. Are you a fan of adding an extra team into the postseason? So, there were 12 teams in the postseason, now with 14 teams. And only one by. I'm okay with it. I think that, you know, it, it takes out, you know, when it takes out situations, scenarios like the Cardinals had, you know, prior to them going to the NFC championship game and in, in 2015 and also takes out, you know, years like, you know, the Patriots and Tom Brady, people forget that he tore his ACL, you know, which seems like such a long time ago, but it actually happens. It takes out scenarios where you go 11 and five, which damn good record, damn good record, you know, you know, you take out you take out those scenario. You keep those scenarios from from happening. And you know, I've always wanted extra teams because it takes out the occasional eleven five team like not making. It's like that in 05 when the Steelers went in as the number six playoff seed at eleven and five. Yeah, but why would you want the bad team making the playoffs and and killing the wild card? It's watered down playoffs. No one wants to see the Giants making the playoffs. It generally, it generally doesn't. It generally doesn't. It, ge- it generally, it generally doesn't really happen that way because you're going to have a guy, a team in a division that finishes, you know, ten and six. Like worst team that can get into the playoffs is probably nine and seven. You're not going to have a scenario where you have the seven and nine Seattle Seahawks going into the playoffs and getting and getting absolutely trashed in the first round. Aside from. 
aside from aside from the aside from the Beastquake run, which which uh, aside from the Beastquake run against New Orleans is probably the best run we'll ever see. All right. I can say is he just he's a jerk because I know that he was gonna say that because he hates on my New York Giants because my Giants are not a bunch of cheating scum from New England. Oh, shut your it's shut up! It's all good. Well. Well, here's the here's the deal, though. I mean, your team has t- your team your team took two Super Bowl rings from his team. <sighs> I can live with that. I can live with that. <laughs> I mean, sorry to burst your bubble, but eighteen and one, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, you can go now. I it's been it's been enough. Wait, 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 wait. Quick story. Two thousand seven. I was in high school. I made a bet with my friend who actually is a Patriot fan. I bet him four hundred dollars. School-wise, that the Patriots were going to lose the Giants, and I left. And I left school the next day with four hundred dollars, any more Giants jersey, and I was very happy. No one cares. I don't even know how he got. I don't know how in high school you got four. How he got four hundred dollars? I kind of want to know. His family was really, his family was really, really rich. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna say though, because when I was in high school, I sure as hell didn't have four hundred dollars. And neither did I, but like a lot of there's some high end folks in my end. I was living up in New York, and they're oh, really high end people. So they have we're, at, we're, we're, at, we're, at, we're at New York. Were you in the city area? Oh, suburban, suburban area. Terrytown? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I understand now. Now, now, now I see. It's you know, I don't know. Maybe he got it from his his pent, from his penthouse downtown. Hey, you know, I don't care. I love the $400, so I don't care how we got it. I just know I got money. <laughs> I'm sure you were feeling great that day. I I hope you would have got jumped for that $400. Nobody cares about a story from a billion well, years you know, ago. You kind of got lucky, though. Let's be honest. You kind of got lucky. The Giants got very um, lucky. Very lucky. Without, that, without the helmet catch. Listen, Oh my god. Alright guys. Uh, your mouth you you shut your dirty little mouth you I'm still here guys well then you need to hang up but 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 you need to stop laughing just just just, just hang up nah Eric needs to hang up okay man well 
Stop laughing. You're a bad I'm guy. I'm a green guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're really not. You're scum. You are... You, you are the kind of guy that truly just... Just wants me to... Waste money. And, and so far... So far, I've held myself. And... But you're just... You're just becoming a really bad guy. You're trying to instigate things... And you know what? It's it's not cool. Just like Don Greco says, you're a bad teammate. You are supposed to be my teammate, and and you are throwing me under the bus. You are throwing me under the bus every single time, and you suck. I'm I'm a great teammate. No, no, you're really not. Some sometimes sometimes you can be a really Really horrible, horrible teammate. Listen, guys. Listen, for all the people that, that, that have been listening, I think people know I'm a great guy. I'm a stand-up guy. And for people, and also there is actually and some people that are listening to Jamestown, New York. We love you. Thank you so no, much. No, Jamestown is trash. Jamestown is garbage. Jamestown can be dumped off the universe for all I care. All right. There, there is an episode title that says how I feel about Jamestown. So Jamestown can go scratch. That's who can go scratch. <laughs> the MCC can go scratch, and also Jamestown. I think again, Eric, again, the sports Eric. dudes by that wording has no involvement of how the FCC should feel. So no member of the FCC should should feel. Uh, any type of way by what my co-host just said. That's regarding the sports now, news, please and thank you. Now, also, too, um, i got to say this, though, Eric, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. It was great, and especially, you know, wonderful commentary on the Patriots. I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, really not. Like I said, first half was popping. First half was fantastic. He scored 150 points in the first half. But the second half, they they maybe saw some shippers. They maybe got a little drunk. And maybe did a little blow. And the, the second half was horrible. Horrendous. So horrendous. There was actually overtime. And overtime, it was even worse. Overtime, they didn't even score a point. They were so bad, they didn't even make a shot attempt. Because every time they went to take out the ball, the other team stole it. That's how bad the second half in overtime was. It was the first overtime in history where where the overtime final score in five minutes was 50 to nothing. Because every time they tried to take out the ball to, to, to his teammate, it got stolen and dunked right in. It happened consecutively. To, to where, where the ref was like, you know what? You guys ain't doing nothing. Everybody get out of here. There was a minute left on the clock, and that's what happened. Eric had a great first half. His second half in overtime wasn't that great. All I can say is that Eric dominated You basically monkey in the middle of me. You monkey in the middle of me. That's what you basically did. You, you, you have been a bad, bad Bad teammate today. In over 362 episodes, this being 363, this 
this was what 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 we call technical fouls. You you push me on the floor, you pick me up and throw me in the air, you put me through the hoop, you throw me against the stands, and you were a horrible to me today. Listen, I, I, I honestly think that Eric made some fairly important that I think really has been under advisement. And I really think that there were some really strong points that were made. I, I think there were some really, there were some really, there were some really good points there. You are lucky because of economic constraints right now that the board is not doling out any fines. Be, because you, you, have, you are a horrible teammate today. Listen, I think... Listen, I, I think that I was a great teammate. I was honest. I, I, I did I did um some really nice passing and I really think that, you know, it was not my fault that you couldn't convert when when team needed you and Eric Eric and I, especially me, I had to be the Magic Johnson and you you were basically the spun web. You were kinda like the spun web. Actually, you know what you were the Tony Cool coach of the team. Oh, 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 that's, that's, that's where you want to go. Oh, my God. You just keep, you just keep piling on. Keep piling on. Go ahead. Go ahead, you, um, oh. Listen, today, t- listen, Kukos is the champion. I don't know why you Listen, tomorrow we have a huge, huge guest. My my phone is now on 13%. Thank you, by the way. It should have been on the charger 20 minutes ago. But no, the question has to continue. So, again, guys, big, big, big guest tomorrow. Huge guest tomorrow. Some some would say he's a yes man. Um, But I, I have to tell off now because my co-host is a little bit of a schmuck. And and hopefully hopefully you're a good teammate tomorrow. I will be. In the words in the words of Michael K, while life is changing and lands in the bag, I'm the same time to say goodbye. See you tomorrow, guys. And you will wake up a horrible Jets fan. <laughs> <laughs>